And now the moment we've all been waiting for. Time for the word. For the word of God is living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Ministering today is our regional pastor, anointed woman of God, an author, a church planter, visionary leader. God has planted a word for you in her heart. Now let's sit back. Remove all distractions. Tune in and be ready to receive the word which will change your life for good. With excitement, let's make welcome. Pastor Funil Berlana. We thank God that you are with us today. It's been a wonderful, wonderful week. So today we want to welcome you to today's service. And I do have a word for you. I have a word of comfort. I have a word of encouragement. I have a word of hope. And I have a word of assurance from your heavenly father. So let's bow down our heads as we pray today. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful. We are grateful, Lord God, for another day in your presence. Another Sunday that we can focus on you. Lord, that we can look up into your wonderful face and see all the cares of life gently fade away as we look into the glory, Lord God, of your presence. Thank you, Lord God, because you are our joy giver. It's not about our circumstances. It's not about our situation. It's about your joy that springs from inside of us. Because, Lord, you are our glory and the lifter of our head. And so, Father, we are so grateful. Thank you for your entire church, for the great and awesome things you have been doing. Lord, as we go into your word today, speak to our hearts, O God. Quiet every troubled heart. Comfort, Lord God, every troubled soul. Embrace every lonely heart, O God. Lord, just speak to us today. Our Father, we are grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Today, we are looking at or starting a series, Nothing New Under the Sun, Our New Reality. Our New Reality. And today's topic is there's nothing new under the sun. The passage we read in Ecclesiastes chapter 1 says to us nothing is new that which has been is what will be that which is done is what will be done 
There is nothing new under the sun. Nothing. It may be new to you. It may be new to me. It may be new to us. It's not new to history. Because if you brush up your history book, whatever it is, you will find that it has been before. And whatever else it may be, it is definitely not new to God. That should comfort somebody. That should say to somebody that God is in our current situation. He's in our current situation and as a church, we really need to bless the name of the Lord because God has been with us, stood by us, delivered us. I don't know how many testimonies I have received during this period. Since the church shut down in March, precisely our last service, which was March the 15th, where we, March 8th was the last time we gathered together. March 15th, we, we were in church um, uh, transmitting or broadcasting uh, without the members, just the ministers. And since then till this moment, a lot has happened. But in the midst of it all, we've had babies born. In the midst of it all, we've had weddings. Yesterday was another one. In the midst of it all, we've had many people delivered from one evil or the other. Testimonies continue to come in of people who have been healed from COVID. We want to bless the name of the Lord. This is our new reality. Our new reality is the reality of extreme care, extreme caution, and I hate to say it, extreme suspicion, care and caution, where we don't take, take anything for granted anymore. We have to put on our masks. We have to wash our hands. We have to distance, so socially distance from each other. And I said, extreme suspicion. You are looking at every other person and wondering, are they carrying the virus? That is the new reality. Is it something that the world has never experienced? Is it something new? Don't mind when people say we've never seen anything like this before. Maybe you have not. Maybe I have not. But believe me, there are many examples of times like this through history. We've heard about the Spanish flu. We've heard about um, the pandemics. Uh, uh, I remember it was in 2009, there was the swine flu. Um, about four or five years ago, there was Ebola. And if you go far back into history, there have been all kinds of pandemics. Even here in Philadelphia, many years ago, there was a pandemic that killed about 5,000 people in that small town of Philadelphia then, talking about um, a couple hundred of years ago. So there's nothing new under the sun. 
as we step into our new reality, there is nothing new under the sun. Whether we are looking at issues of discrimination, there's nothing new. There's nothing new. When we look at what has been going on in our society, the riots, the protests, they are all pointing to the same problem that has been through the ages. People have been discriminated against through the ages. People have been treated badly through the ages. It's not new. Thank God for that wonderful man, John Lewis, who I believe has gone to heaven. Those are heroes of our times. They don't sit back and let things just happen. They work hard to make things happen so that things will be better for generations after them. I said to you that personally as, as an individual and as a family, that my family has a testimony. I know what it means to stand in the face of discrimination. People have lost their lives because of discrimination. You could be discriminated against because of the color of your skin, discriminated against because of your religion. We see people being killed because of their religion. Many Christians are being, genocide is going on in Nigeria because of religion. You may be discriminated against because of your ethnicity. You may think, oh, we all have the same skin color. Let's check Rwanda out. You may, and lately, in the last one week, you may even be discriminated against because of where you live, whether you live in the suburb or you, or you live in the city. You may be discriminated against because of the sound of your name. My brother, the oldest brother I have, he's younger than me, Today turns 54. I had even forgotten about the significance of the day until I was about to step up here. And then I remembered. 54 years ago, when he was born, my mother was in hospital facing the threat of being killed. We were in Nigeria. And my father also had had to go into hiding because he was also targeted to be killed. He was in the military. Why? Because at that time in Nigeria, there was genocide going on against the people from the eastern part of Nigeria. My parents were not, are not from the eastern part of Nigeria. But the sound of our name, they said, we must be from that part of Nigeria. And so, he was targeted for death. 
My mother in hospital was targeted for death. It was the anxiety and the fear of that moment that pushed her into labor. That labor brought the first son of the family after three girls. He was the fourth child. Thank God for his mercy and grace. Because 54 years later, all of the children are still standing. I sent a message to my siblings today. I said, thank God we are all still standing. Today is also 62 years my parents got married. Well, my father has since gone to be, to the, gone to be with the Lord. Praise God. But my mother is still alive. There is nothing new under the sun. Nothing. And because these are times of very high emotions for most of us, emotions that run from confusion to great fear to great anxiety to anger to frustration, in some cases has led people to panic attacks, many people have been pushed into depression, people have been pushed to the brink of mental health and experiencing episodes. In times like this, we must remember that there's nothing new under the sun and we must have an anchor for our souls. One of the reasons for this raging emotions that we feel is because of our human minds, our human nature. Thank God for Bible study this morning where we are told that we can have joy. Joy comes from inside. It's not dependent on, on what is going on around us. What is going on around us, we are told today, is happiness. If we can step away from self and the natural and look into the divine, look into the face of the Lord, look into his wonderful face, every other thing will fade. And we will begin to have the right perspective about what we are going through. Whatever you are going through today, whatever we are all going through today, it's not new. Because there's nothing new under the sun. Because it is not new, there must be a solution somewhere. There must be a solution somewhere. If it is not new, there must be a solution. Because there's nothing secret that will not be revealed. There's nothing hidden that will not be made known and come to light. I want us to understand that because there's nothing new, 
there will be a solution. And solution is of the Lord. The solution is of the Lord. In Zechariah 4 verse 7, we are told, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. To Zerubbabel. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. If we can just step out of our natural mind and look into the wonderful face of the Lord and allow all these distractions Believe me, the pandemic is a distraction. Oh, you will say to me, um, you can say that because you have food to eat, you have clothes to wear, you, you can pay your next bill. No. It's not because of that. The pandemic and all the other things that come along with it, the pressures, the stresses that come along with it. Can our children go back to school? Can we go back to work? How long will I be able to continue working? Will I be laid off? I've been, I've been, I've been laid off. When will I get another job? All this are things that speak to our continued existence. And because of that, they push us to a place of panic. They push us to a place of anxiety. Remember I said to us, there's nothing new under the sun? As Israel came out of Egypt, remember they had been in Egypt for 400 years, as for most of that time they had been there as slaves. They were pressed on every side. And the Lord said to them, I'm giving you a way of escape. As they came out, suddenly, they found the army of Egypt pursuing them, coming from behind them. They thought that they were already over this. But here is the army advancing against them. The way many of us thought that we were nearly out of this pandemic and now we are told that there's a, we are now in a second surge. Or we are told that the first surge never ended. And many of us are at that point now where we are about ready to scream. Even those of us who have been able to keep calm up till now. I have good news for you. I have good news for you. There's nothing new under the sun. And because there's nothing new under the sun, there's a solution to this matter. Our prayer is that God will give us that solution. Israel went through what we are going through now. The army was pursuing them from behind. The Red Sea was before them. 
There was no way to go. They began to cry out. They began to freak out in desperation. They saw an impending destruction coming on them. They did not know what to do. And after some time, Moses, their leader, had the presence of mind to look up to God. This is the time we all need to look up to God. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My com help cometh from God. They began to cry. And God answered. God spoke peace. God spoke assurance. God spoke hope. And eventually, God delivered victory. God said to Moses, just stretch out your hand across the Red Sea. And Moses obeyed. And as Moses stretched out his hand across the Red Sea, we are told that the waters parted and the children of Israel walked through two high walls of water. I thought about the story and I said to myself, it's easy to read about it now, but I'm sure they were scared to death. Getting inside the swimming pool for me is a frightening experience. I have to summon up all my courage because I'm learning to swim in my older years. Now for somebody to walk through, you saw the water, you saw it divide, you saw a highway through the water, and you are walking through, through high walls of water, the sea way high above your head and you are walking through. They must have been scared to death. But they stepped out in faith. I want us to step out in faith. I want us to believe God. Because solution is of the Lord. The solutions that are going to come will not be natural. It's not by power, it's not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. God is going to give us a solution. And whatever may be going on with you, I want to assure you that if you will look up to God, if you will cry to God, God will give you a solution. And I pray for you in the name of Jesus that God will miraculously intervene in whatever it is that is threatening your existence right now. Whether it is a health issue, whether it is a financial issue, whether it is an emotional issue, whatever it may be, a career issue, I pray for you that the God who parted the way for Israel to walk through the Red Sea will make a way for you in the name of Jesus. Nothing new. Absolutely nothing new under the sun. What has been, what is has been, and will still be as long as the Lord tarries. There have been pandemics in the past. The fact that you and I are standing indicates that God has been watching over us. If you read the history books, you will see that there have been many, many, many pandemics. But guess what? You are standing. I just gave you a testimony. 
how 54 years ago, my parents would have been killed. What would have happened to us? Four children. Where would we have been today? And that was a time of crisis in Nigeria. Maybe some of us would have lost our life in that crisis. But we are standing. You are standing. God has a purpose for your life. So what are the new protocols that we must begin to observe in this new season that we are in? We are told that we must wash our hands regularly. It's talking about clean hands. A life of discipline and delayed gratification. The Bible says, who may ascend to the hill of the Lord, who may stand in his holy presence, he who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. He's that blessed man who does not settle and who is not comfortable in the midst of, of, of the ungodly. Is that one who has a holy restlessness and discomfort that makes it impossible for him to take or find pleasure in the company of the ungodly who are doing ungodly things. You must have clean hands. The pandemic says we must keep our hands clean. Our spiritual hands must be clean. In this new season, we are told that we must put on our mask. In fact, we are told that it's the number one precautionary measure that will help us to turn the tide on this pandemic. Put on your mask because the pandemic is, this COVID-19 is an airborne infection. It's transmitted by the air. Ephesians 2 verse 2 tells us that the things that we do not see have real influence in our life. They can negatively impact our spiritual well-being. We don't see this virus, but it's having a real impact on our everyday life. Ephesians 2 verse 2 says, In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now walks in the sons of disobedience. Put on your mask. Put on your spiritual cover. So that at a time like this, you will not become a victim of the work of the devil. It says that the, the power of the air, the spirit that is working in the sons of disobedience. May we not be sons of disobedience. What we are seeing in the physical is a parallel to the spiritual. It's telling us some of the things that we should be taking care of in our spiritual work with God. We must live a life of holiness. Our hands must be clean. We must put on the cover Put on a mask so that the forces of darkness all around us trying to push us into sin and temptation will not be able to access our spirits. It talks about social distancing. <laughs> At the wedding yesterday, somebody who hadn't seen me for a while said, Pastor, can I hug you? I said, no, I'll give you a virtual hug. I blew them kisses. A call to separation and circumspect interaction. 
If you've been following me on the morning reflections, we've been talking about association. You must carefully evaluate all of your relationships and, relation, uh, and relations. Socially distance. You have to spiritually distance. Remember, if we are going to heaven, there are some things that we must not do. And the Lord said in Second Corinthians 6, verse 17, Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Don't touch the unclean thing. Remember, we already said, let your hands be pure. God is warning us. Right now, you have to be careful about who you interact with, how you interact with, how closely you get to them physically. It's the same. There's a corollary in the spiritual. You must be careful who you associate with so that your work with God is not polluted. How intimate you are with people, how close you are with some people. We are told that we, 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 we shelter in with people that, that we are safe with people we have sheltered in with if we all together have kept our social distance. We are selecting about the people that we associate with now. We are doing what we've always told us to do spiritually. Now, physically, we are being compelled to do it. So, is it difficult to do? I pray that the lessons of this pandemic will help us to live better Christian lives. We are supposed to socially distance. We are supposed to spiritually distance. There are some places we go to that we get polluted spiritually. I'm not saying that we live holier than thou lives. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that we do not, we do not toy with things that are toxic to us spiritually. God delivered you from alcohol. Now you want to hang out with friends who, who drink. You have to be careful. God delivered you from hard drugs. Now you want to hang out with that your friend who you know always has them in their home. Socially distance, spiritually distance. And then because of our time, we are told that we must regularly disinfect our surroundings. When all this started, my husband bought some, what do you call it, Lysol spray. And every time, you know, we, uh, we went out, we came in or something, he will disinfect the whole house. We must regularly disinfect our spirits disinfects our souls. We must constantly apply the blood of Jesus because sometimes we get contaminated and we don't even know because we live in a world, in a physical world. That's what the blood of Jesus does for us. We have to constantly apply the blood of Jesus. Sometimes evil has access to our souls and we don't even know. Something, you had something, you saw something, you watched something, and you do not you did not know that that thing 
got access into your spirit. You listen to something. And then you sleep at night. And all kinds of things begin to happen to you at night. And you wake up in the morning. And all kinds of things begin to happen to you. Because you have stepped into a toxic, a spiritually toxic environment. You have heard some things you are not supposed to hear. You have looked at some things you are not supposed to look at. It has polluted your spirit man. We are told to regularly disinfect. Regularly. First John 1 7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So regularly you check yourself. Lord, examine me. Is there any sin in me? Have I been polluted in any way? Cleanse me, Lord, with the blood of Jesus. Regularly cleansing ourselves. This is the word of God to Zerubbabel. It's not by power. It's not by might. But by my spirit. The solutions that we are expecting will come from the Lord in his mercy and his grace. Nothing new under the sun. Tomorrow will dawn with newness. Don't be consumed by the care of today. Psalm 30 verse 5 assures us that joy will come in the morning. Joy will come in the morning. Joy will come in the morning. I want to encourage us because the solution will come by God. Whatever it is that this season has caused in your life, whatever problems it has brought, I want to assure you that there's a morning coming, a morning of joy. Here I am standing 54 years later. 54 years later, my father survived that season. He lived close to another 50 years after that problem. My mother is still alive today. 54 years after that season. My brother that was born, that had to be born ahead of his time, is alive today. 54 years after. We have faith. We have God. We can pray. We are going to overcome this season. Look up. Lift up your voice. Stretch your faith. And victory will be delivered. Not by power. Not by might. But by my spirit. The economy may have collapsed. Our social system may have failed. Great military power may have been decimated. Nothing new under the sun. 
Because even as we all go through, God provides a place of security for his children, a place of peace. It is access through prayer, staying in the word of God, and fellowship. Fellowship because iron sharpens iron. Nothing new under the sun. Our new reality may be new to us, not new to history, definitely not new to God, and God has a solution. That solution, we access it. As we look up to him, as we lift up our voices to him, as we stretch our faith and believe, victory will be delivered. And someone is asking me, how am I going to get that faith to believe? As you read the word of God, as you study the word of God, as you listen to sermons like this, as you stay in fellowship with Christians who believe, not all Christians believe, it's going to be all right. For those of us who are anxious about our children, Pray. Ask God for a solution. You may have to form parents' co-ops and do private tutoring for children. I know there are many people who cannot afford that. In the public school system, We may have to look in our neighborhoods and find people who are good, teachers in our inner cities and form like little schools for them. We have to think through and we have to be innovative. We have to help our government. We have to pray that God will give them wisdom. But as we go through all of this, I want you to know that if 54 years after I am still standing and my family is still standing, you will come through this season too. You and your family will stand. 54 years from now, if Jesus tarries, your children will be testifying about this season. You will leave. Your children will leave. We will leave. In the name of Jesus. Nothing new under the sun. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. If there's anyone under the sound of my voice right now, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior because that's the place of hiding. That's the place of health. That's the place of safety. And we have said, that there's a spiritual aspect to all that is going on around us. You want to give your life to Jesus. You know that you are separate from the Lord. Wherever you are, if your head is bowed, your eyes are closed, I want to pray with you. As you surrender your life to the Lord Jesus, as you say to him, Lord, I confess my sins. Please forgive me. 
I told you we need to be cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Forgive my sins, Jesus. I know you died for me. Forgive me. I want you, Lord, to take away my sins. I want you to come into my heart and become my Lord and Savior. I surrender to you right now. Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, the prayer of repentance, the prayer of surrendering your life to God through Christ Jesus who died for you, congratulations. You can start a new work with God. Please look at the number on your screen and type saved to it or salvation. Text saved or salvation and somebody will we will get in touch with you and tell you how to navigate this new life that you have in Christ Jesus now for all the others I want you to lift up that anxiety to God right now I want to pray with you I want to come alongside of you in faith and believe God for you so just lift up that anxiety to the Lord. Whatever may be that thing that is bothering you now, remember, nothing new under the sun. It's not new to God, and therefore there must be a solution. Lift it up to heaven, and I'll pray with you right now. Father, I pray for all your children who are lifting up that, those anxious issues to you. Those things, O oh God of heaven, that are troubling them because there's nothing new under the sun even if they think it's new even if they think it's peculiar even if they think it's special Lord with you there's nothing that is new and Lord because I know that you have the solution because you've seen this over and over again and you've solved it over and over again I pray for all of this your children as they lift up these matters to you Visit them, O oh God. Bless them, O oh God. Send that solution to them, O oh God. Because it's not by power, it's not by might, it is by your spirit, O oh God of heaven. Father, we thank you. And we honor you. And we bless you. Because, Lord, I believe it is done. And your people will rejoice. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Be at peace, because the Lord is with you and he's bringing you a solution because there's nothing new under the sun the word is already working in you we hope you were blessed by this message for more messages and information about the church please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org